2: It's time for the latest on the Brewers, Bucks, and Packers with the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM, The Fan.
3: The Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. The Fan, on AM, the Fan. Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in for you uh, Today. But this is it I, For a while I'll be gone We'll miss you I, and, and I'll be listening You know I will Oh yes I'm not going anywhere I'm just rotating Yep as Just the, rotating Toby's to the afternoon chick Oh it's Toby Toby, Toby yeah. Okay So we'll check him out He is Timmy Shea At the controls You don't rotate No. Nope. You're permanent I'm permanent This chair Can just rotate to whoever mm-hmm. But you are the You are the staple
4: You are we'll the get, anchor See if we can get you a win here and Draft Mockery too the, Today no with the Blackhawks? Yeah. There's no I told way. you, I gave you that look. Yeah, you I did. Gave you, you said, do not do that. And you still picked the Blackhawks. I am going to get roasted for that.
3: Picking the Blackhawks as a team to root for. Don't do that. You root for good guys. You root for good guys, right? Yeah. And I think if you're a Brewers fan, the Pirates are a team that, even though they're in the division, I think I think there's good feelings between those, those two. I mean, as good as division rivals can have, right? Alex Stumpf is going to join us here. Pirates beat reporter for DK Pittsburgh sports, Alex, thanks for joining us. Is, is the feeling mutual Do the, to the folks in Pittsburgh have at least okay vibes about Milwaukee and the Brewers? Well, I mean, you got to
5: also keep in mind that there was about what a decade where the parts won three or four games in Milwaukee. So, I mean, besides that, I mean, I, I feel like fairly decent as far as division rivals go, but I think they prefer whenever they play at PNC Park. That, that's a more even playing field.
3: And, and also probably the best uh, stadium in baseball, PNC Park is. And I, and I know you're there many, many times over the course of the year, and I imagine over time you don't really appreciate or take in the, the beauty of it. But, man, that thing with the, the city backdrop, with everything that's there, it's just the way it's constructed. That, that's the modern baseball stadium in its perfect form. would you agree with that
5: no argument no argument whatsoever and i I really do try to appreciate it every time i'm there
3: alex stump is the the pirates beat reporter for dk pittsburgh sports so i had to do a little bit of research my apologies on it but for the folks that don't know what dk pittsburgh sports is here's your here's your chance to fill us in
0: yeah uh we are
5: a subscription site in uh Pittsburgh base, we cover all the teams professionally. Travel on the road. I'm I'm not making this road trip. Another writer from our site is Chris Alec, but we cover the team thoroughly. For this is Milwaukee, it's not going to get over Pittsburgh. It's it's basically a Pittsburgh-centered version of the Athletic, except we we cover more in depth every day, like a daily newspaper too.
3: Okay, nice. I, that, now that's something that I would subscribe to. It, you know, if I'm if I'm in Pittsburgh, I imagine you have. You know that that sort of fan base. That's you know Steelers and and oh, Pirates all yeah. all day.
5: Yeah, you know what, and it's not just the Steelers. There's it, Pirates may have some really long stretches of you know bad baseball, but man, there are a lot of people in the city that are passionate about that team. That's, they that's, they haven't alienated them.
3: That's that's
5: throughout this losing.
3: That's terrific. That's it's good to know. And honestly, when you see them now. And the the position that this team is in, I mean, there's there's some bright spots, and it starts with that six foot seven inch shortstop O'Neill Cruz, who the Brewers fans are going to get a chance to see up close, and we've seen and highlight so far in a few weeks in the big leagues. And man, I mean, he stands out, and not just for the height. That there is all kinds of talent. What do you think of O'Neill Cruz so far?
5: I mean, he's going to do something incredible at some point this series. He's either going to hit a ball 115 miles per hour. He's going to hit a tape measure homer. He's going to make a good play in the field. He's going to do something. It's about the overall body of work that he's still growing on because he has these great moments and yeah, he is a big part of this future. It's just getting an overall body that it's going to be a good series instead of just a good game or a couple good at bats. And, and that's just growing at the major league level. That's not really knock on him. That's something you could say about any rookie at you know, at any level. But yeah, I mean, he's definitely a big part of this team going forward and there are a couple guys like that. Lalonja Contreras is someone else who the Brews are gonna miss this series, but I think is gonna be a big part of this rotation going forward. David Bennar, Brian Reynolds, they're at the very beginning parts, I feel like, of trending upwards that this year they called up a couple really good prospects. Next year they're gonna be calling up four, five, six top one hundred guys. They're trending in the right direction at this point. It's just they're young. They're growing at this point.
3: Reynolds is a guy that we've seen a little bit of in a couple of years in the big leagues and man, it just it's one of those things where your eyes tell you you see a battler at the plate. You see a guy who's who puts together professional at bats, who, you know, does the right things and gets those hits and maintains that that high average. To the point where when the brewers talk about uh, Brewers fans and, and our listeners talk about trade possibilities there's always that little poke like you think the pirates might part with brian reynolds and i'm going to guess the answer to that is no unless it's a pretty big haul in return
5: that's exactly it i mean they aren't making any calls whatsoever about brian reynolds but they're not you know ignoring anyone if if someone wants to call and make a stupid offer then they'll listen but yeah it's it's going to take something significant they've turned down top offers with like multiple top 100 guys for him it's just it's going to take a lot to get Brian Reynolds that's why he's still on the team and why he'll still be on the team almost certainly after this trade deadline despite all the rumors and smoke that's going to be around him for the next
3: month Alex Stumpf from DK Pittsburgh Sports joining us his Twitter Alex J Stumpf so so you didn't get to make the the trip to Milwaukee it's uh it's unfortunate we we would have liked to see you here this weekend
5: I would have liked to go.
3: Milwaukee's one of the one of my favorite places to go on the site, but here's the thing.
5: Uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports, our uh, editor, our founder, uh, Dan Kovacevic, he absolutely loves, 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 loves Milwaukee to the point that I never get to go out there. I make like maybe one trip a year anymore, and he goes on one, and someone else from the site actually is going on this time just because of how scheduling goes with you know, Pirates having a long road trip and the All-Star break, and yeah, I, I wish I could go out there a little more. I wish I could go there more often than I go to Mo or uh, to Cincinnati. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Which is a driver, probably for you, right? You probably that's probably a- there is. Yeah, it's a
5: terrible situation where Pittsburgh Airport doesn't have a direct. So you could either fly four and a half hours, or you can drive four and a half hours, and yeah, just drive at that point.
3: So I I don't mean to to to. Bust any bubbles here, but I wonder if the reason why the assignments came the way they came is because Milwaukee is in the middle of, of Summerfest, this great music festival that's here every year, and and the way they do Summerfest now. It used to be 11 days all in a row, music acts for 11 days straight. Now it's three straight weekends of Thursday through Saturday. So I I wonder if Summerfest played a role. I wonder uh, wonder wonder if uh, if if he's out maybe enjoying himself at the festival yesterday and then at the, at the downtimes of this series.
5: You know what? I've, I've got a Slack message to send whenever I get off of here, you know, just to clear something up. Yeah. That, that sounds like something that might happen. <laughs>
3: don't, don't tell him I blew his cover, please. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a great uh, time of year. It's, it's, it's fun. And, and you've got these, you know, these music festivals, I mean, Pittsburgh's in the same boat. I mean, you, you have, that winter is a thing to celebrate once you get through it, and, and Pittsburgh in the summer is a fantastic place to be, and it's and it's the same way here, and you know you have this sort of baseball mixed in. Now, here in Wisconsin, the other thing that happens is, as the Packers start training camp, there is that percentage of the population that just switches everything else to off, like with the first training camp practice, everything else is done. I'm guessing there is at least a percentage that, that's like that in Pittsburgh as well, that first Steelers training, can't practice, this, everything else is off, right?
5: Yeah. I mean, you can't do anything on a Sunday in Pittsburgh. You know, whenever it's, it's fall or, or winter, it, it's Steelers time. It, I, I mean, I can say whatever, and everyone's going to be like, yeah, I totally buy it because if there's any fan base that's as rabid as the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's, it's the Green Bay Packers, right? I mean, it, those are the top two, and we, we will just fight on the order on who's in one and who's two,
3: <laughs> for for most passionate. It's one of those things too, where it, like. I mean, we're talking. We're talking training camp. We're talking even before preseason, and and this happens yeah. where, where fans show up, and then you know they they talk about the preseason opponent. How much will someone play? And yeah, it's it's a it's a fascinating thing, and you see it, and we see it, and and I wonder, like in Jacksonville and, and other places like that. They, I'm sure it's not the same, but it's a, it's such an interesting phenomenon that that happens here, uh, here, and it and it happens there as well. I I, I wish that I wish they were playing each other. This year That would be fun To make a trip To Pittsburgh For football This year
5: They played last year Right With with Ben Limping to the finish line I yeah. remember it not going well
3: That was it did. That was in Green Bay Timmy Timmy our producer Is telling me That was in Green Bay Why don't I remember That game Timmy
0: It was I mean, on your first, station
5: a Half of the Steelers Games last year Were not very memorable Or they gave Half of Pittsburgh Like cardiac arrest It was It was an interesting year <laughs>
3: It's and it's a fascinating year in that in that whole division too. Anyway, I don't I don't want to you know stray too far to, to the football stuff because we're we're talking pirates. So during this series, um, the uh, the starting pitching matchups, the way it goes here. Of course, we were talking about Aaron Ashby, who's the, the Brewers starter tonight. Can you can you give us a little bit on uh, what do, the Pirates will be throwing at the Brewers in this series from a pitching standpoint? Yeah, uh, it's
5: going to be Brew Bakers tonight it'll be zach thompson tomorrow and for lack of over or at risk of oversimplifying here they're kind of in the same boat that they started off the year throwing uh you know forcing fastballs a little more results weren't really there so if you look at the season results they're not particularly flattering i think it's a mid four era for both but they've both been in kind of a groove lately i mean they've been adopting more pitch down in the zone, get to contact, get quick outs. And it's really worked. And that's kind of been an organizational shift that we're starting to see again with the Pirates. Results have been pretty good for those guys. Don't get suckered in too far with uh, the season stats for them. That said, there are going to be a couple opportunities. Always, There's always like one or two pitches that they're going to wish that they had back. If those turn into homers instead of just singles or doubles, that usually ends up messing up the pitching line, and that's the best way to get him. And then Jose Quintana, the veteran of the group, who's here for probably a couple more weeks. Don't see him stick around past the trade deadline, but he's been really
3: pleasant pickup. Brewers fans are going to know him
5: really well from the Cubs days. He's pitching just like that again.
3: Alex Stumpf, we really appreciate your time, Brewers. Uh, or, Brewers, see, there I go. Pirates beat reporter for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Again, a subscription service. So, uh, you know, the folks in the Pittsburgh area hopefully uh, will be paying attention to what you're saying here against the uh, about the Pirates, and uh, we appreciate the time.
5: Thanks for having me on.
3: Anytime. We uh, we want to go to Pittsburgh for some pierogies at some point. Timmy, can you arrange that? Can you make that happen?
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good. Those pierogies Those are real good. Are
3: fantastic. That's Alex Stumpf joining us on the Great Midwest Bank hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan as you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at GreatMidwestBank.com today.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy
2: Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor.
4: You are a fighter and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
3: The Fan Afternoon Show, 12:50 a.m. The Fan, everybody thanks for listening. We've still got some time to go. Don't go anywhere. Kevin Holden, CBS fifty eight. Special guest coming up
4: at five forty five. So
3: you guys know, I don't know who this is, and and for two days I've been hearing that this is there's going to be a special guest coming up in fifteen ish minutes, and I Sparky don't. He played it off real well. He he goes, you should be, you should, your palms should already be sweating. He I said, don't,
4: I don't think palms need
3: to be. Sweaty. Hours ago, he said that. I've been I've been playing a little scared right here during the show because of what's going on next. This segment coming up is brought to you by BionTech and Pfizer. Change uh, charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you are eligible. So there is one thing, Timmy, that we mentioned. Uh, at the at the top of the of the show or that we, we put on Twitter at the yeah. top of the show. Yeah. Because you when you we, begin the show, you say, We're gonna talk about these things. Yep. Right? Yep. It's you know, to get people to listen in. And there's one of those things that we have not gotten to.
4: And it's funny because the big show, it's it's funny how this all kind of rolls together mm-hmm. throughout the day. Everybody thinks the same Because you try not to listen in copycat topics. And right. they were they did not talk about this, but they there was an article uh written um oh who was it by big show talked about it that um jordan love would win 10 games right now oh it was somebody's
3: prediction somebody predicted a 10 10 win season it was was it reichel i think it was rob reichel yeah yeah. rob reichel said it that they would win 10 games with with jordan love and look here's the thing i i think that that prediction and i i didn't hear how he explained it. But my guess is Rob Reichel would tell you that 10 wins doesn't have anything at all to do with Jordan Love. Right? It's the team around him. Yeah. It's it's the, the running backs. It's the defense that they have. It's the fact that Love could do enough if he did enough to win a couple of games yeah. that the other parts of the team would win the
4: rest. Rob Reichel said that the Packers would get 10 wins with Jordan Love at quarterback.
3: 10. And Sparky,
4: I guess, lost his mind.
3: He did not think that was the case. And it
4: made Sparky lose his ever-loving mind. That's what they put on Twitter. <laughs> That's really funny.
3: Well, and here's the thing. The sample
4: size is minuscule. It's minuscule. And yes, so yesterday I teased it a little. Because right. I said, should the Packers trade Jordan Love mm-hmm. to Cleveland? Because we stopped. We brought up Baker Mayfield. And that is, Baker Mayfield's out of Cleveland. He got traded away. So if their quarterback... Is right now Deshaun Watson obviously and Jacoby Brissett. And Brissett. Does Desha? Does Watson get get what suspended for a year? I, a it's, year. That's is what a they're minimum, going for, right? The NFL minimum. Minimum. I don't know. Is that fact that I just? It's, I it's, cannot imagine yeah. a world where he gets less than a year. So they're going to have Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback. Yeah, he's at least for a year. So I brought up the idea, well, maybe the Packers look into that. So I did do some research. The Browns do not have a first round pick.
3: Next year. Next year. No. So so, so in other words, that that trade would be a little and, difficult to pull off. And I
4: believe you said when we talked yesterday that you would at least need a first round pick. Right? Yeah. So I researched that a little bit
3: after after saying that. I did a little research and there was an article written sometime after the draft about this. Uh, one of the national NFL writers wrote an article about it, and he felt like maybe, maybe it was a little more in the range of a second or third round pick for Jordan Love. Okay, it's a little less than I would like, but at the same time, I get it. You know, you can at least convert Jordan Love into something. But here's here is the point of the, both the article that this writer had and the point of what I'm trying to make right now, which is asking the question: Is it time to deal Jordan Love? And it's not about any sort of dissatisfaction or satisfaction with Aaron Rodgers. It's not that at all. It's the fact that you are entering a crucial period in Jordan Love's rookie deal. You're two years in. At the beginning of the fourth year, you have to make a decision about the fifth year, right? That's Mm -hmm. how NFL rookie Mm -hmm. contracts work. So right now, a team that acquires him can have him for two years, and then they can decide what they want to do. And you don't have to make that decision. If you wait until after this year's over and you make the decision to trade Jordan Love after this year's over, three years of the contract are gone. You have to decide what you want to do with the fifth year option, perhaps before you trade him. And maybe because of a trade. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. it, your hand gets forced a little more. If you do it now, there's more, to me, there's better value to a franchise acquiring him now because they get him for two years straight as it is, and then they could get him for a third year if he turns out to be really good. But you're not going to know that this year unless something, knock, 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 something bad happens to Aaron Rodgers. We do not want that to happen, but that's the only way you'll know. That's the only way the sample size will grow, other than a few passes at the end of a blowout
4: win here and there. How do you think he feels right now? Do you think he's saying "Get me out of here"? Talking to his agent behind the scenes? Because if he is, he's doing it the correct way. Because right. obviously, we don't know anything. Yeah, no, we he's haven't been, heard anything. He's been very, very above a very professional, very above board. Is that something you can tell when you're in the locker room interviewing these guys? Because. You can tell sometimes Pre-COVID. the other way around. You haven't been in the locker room in a couple years, right?
3: Well, they just reopened it. Yes. I was
4: in there once. Okay. Uh, was like Love a, there? A month ago. Yes. Okay. He was there. And can, you, can you tell something like that? If someone's having a problem with the team, if they want out, um, body language, the way they talk, certain phrases that are used. Yes. Uh,
3: I can tell you this. Uh, right before it went south with Haha ha Clinton Dix, mm-hmm. I had that called Okay. based on an interview in his locker. Because he was snapping at everything. Just did ask a question. He'd snap back. And and I asked him a question and he said something to the extent of, do you want to do the best job at your job every day? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like the part that I say to myself is I'm not a I'm not a defensive You're, back yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Like I you know, look, I my my I like to think my job's important. It's probably not. Your job's pretty important to the success of this very large scale you know NFL franchise so um that he was gone a short time after that interview so okay. you sometimes you can tell it there are those who are good enough to to put stuff forward and i mean how many times in the aaron rodgers era have we learned something after the fact that we didn't know? And by the way, I'm not going to vaccines. I'm going to the, the Just fifty other the things. Stuff. Yeah, on the field
4: stuff. Someone
3: was hurt in yeah. this game four weeks ago, and yes. no one ever knew. Yes. You know, like that. They things can get pushed down and buried and not asked about. And it's not a matter of like you and I had this convo about media. Uh, in this state being a little softer maybe sometimes mm-hmm. in those interviews, mm-hmm. like not not asking the tough or hard questions. It's not like
4: New York, you know, you see the stuff. You see everyone sees it on TV. New York, Philadelphia. Sure. Yeah. LA.
3: That's how that's how it is there. That's how they are. Everything's
4: short, quick, those those, you know,
3: direct questions. And this is not that kind of case, right? No direct line of questioning is going to lead you to some random injury that happened four weeks ago that they don't want to talk about until they have to. Right. Like that's it's not a case of we're too soft. It's a case of they just had the, the curtains down on it and you just didn't know it happened. Mm-hmm. So there are things with Rodgers that, that have been that way where you just didn't know things that you just didn't know about certain things about him or about another player or about a, a dynamic. Uh, would you have ever guessed in his time with Greg Jennings or Jermichael Finley that there were problems? No, I would never, no. ever, no, not at guessed. all. Jennings got a little rough in his last year, in my opinion, with with some of the interviews he did. Okay. Um. But remember, remember his sister freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, so like that, I do remember that that part. But that wouldn't have told me that there was a problem with the quarterback. And I still don't know how much of it is that, and how much of it is that is Greg Jennings and JerMichael Finley continuing their careers as pundits, and they can use that Rodgers relationship to leverage it. You know what I mean? If it's if it's something more intense, Mm -hmm. then they will get more time. Like, come on, twice a year we hear JerMichael Finley say something about Aaron Rodgers. When else do you hear from JerMichael Finley? Never, right? Never. Like JerMichael Finley could be a voice for concussions and and you know CTE and mental. You know, you saw what happened to him at the end of his career. But what you hear from him is twice a year when he's talking about Aaron Rodgers. So uh, we we sort of danced around this, but. The idea of trading Jordan Love makes a lot more sense right now. Again, not because of dissatisfaction with one quarterback or satisfaction with another, but because the value makes sense in this moment. The value makes sense right now. One more year before the decision has to be made about the last year of that rookie deal. And I think the Packers would almost rather have somebody else do that. Make a trade and have somebody else do that. Notebook Mike. I was hoping you would weigh in here. Notebook Mike, how's it going?
0: Pretty good. What's the question?
3: So, we're talking about Jordan Love and and the he's you know
0: He's gone in, isn't he? He's he's what? He's the mystery caller?
4: Oh my goodness, that
0: would no, be amazing.
4: Mike. No, Mike, he's not the mystery
3: caller. Yeah, they no, if that okay, was Okay,
0: I, yeah, I take a shot in the dark. Well, <laughs> if he,
3: if it was Jordan Love, they would have to promote that. That's a that's a big one.
0: Uh I'll be quick cuz I know that's your time. Yeah, yeah. I just want to tell Trav and that caller on Dark Show keep your name out of your, my mouth. Keep my name out of your mouth. <laughs> Every day, two people call ripping on the notebook. We like the nope. Hey, nope. I'm prepared. I have a good take. I did the mod draft. You could take some lessons. I love this. You like that, huh?
3: It's it's tremendous.
0: Well Trav was all ready to rip on me, but then as Trav does, he forgot what he was gonna say.
3: <laughs> he didn't make it to his destination mentally. Okay. Well
0: I'm uh, gonna call it six oh five. I'm gonna call it six oh five. Well, I think be, have it
3: all. I think it'd be funny if you both called it six oh five PM because I'm
0: gonna
4: You should. That would so you know
0: it. Yeah,
4: I'll be here Monday morning notebook. So Notebook, Mike.
0: Oh, it's right. Tomorrow
4: Yeah, so you got to, yeah, Monday. Monday, Monday You got days.
3: some time to prepare. You can adjust your sleep schedule. Well,
0: that's cool, he thinks it's calling tomorrow.
3: He probably will call tomorrow. Before and, work. And there's going to be no no one to take that call here.
0: No answer.
3: No, it just will ring Back for up hours.
0: up on during the day,
3: right? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, uh, real quick notebook, Mike, your, your biggest NL Central rival as a Brewers fan, is it the Cardinals or is it the Cubs? It's the Brewers.
0: They're their own rival.
3: <laughs> they get in their own way. That's a that's a great
0: They're take. is that good? Yeah, I, no, right. I got to go Cubbies. Yeah, right. You know, the way they drive their Cadillac SUVs to come here and cut everyone off, that says enough. Doesn't it?
3: All at the, the all the road rage and the honking and the yeah, it's, uh, it's
0: leaving it's, in the timeout bracelets and paying the two hundred and seventy dollars fine. So true. I know, I don't know hate Cubs players. I hate their fans.
3: You That's and Lee Elia. You and Lee Elia have that in common.
0: I'd have the whole team at, at my house for a up. No Cubs fans allowed. Though
3: no. <laughs> you can right. show you can show the Cubs players how good Brewers fans are.
0: I, I I see them when they get hits. They're always talking at first base, so there's no hatred. No, right?
3: I, this is this is a fantastic take. I, I'm 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 all about this because at some point it does have to separate out. Right? It's not you don't you don't hate for example an Anthony Rizzo I know he's an ex-Cub but you don't hate him in the same way that you might dislike the people sitting next to you screaming for Anthony Rizzo right
0: well I don't hate Bulls fans but I guess people are trying to stir that up
3: I can tell you this I did go to a Brewers Cubs game earlier this year and sat next to a Cubs fan who asked me where Ryan Braun was
0: oh god that happened Oh, <laughs> you're with the times, dude.
3: That's that's that might be, and I was over here advocating for the Cardinals as the biggest rival. I might be talking myself into the Cubs at this point.
0: And what's that guy's name? Kyle Schwarberg?
3: Yeah, the old ex Cubs
0: softball player. Yeah,
3: yeah, the big Yeah,
0: boy. he's doing really good.
3: Yeah, he can hit. And that's the thing is that when he was a Cub, too, I mean, he can he can absolutely rake. That dude is an amazing hitter. But
0: Oh, yeah, we're the Cubs. We're going to get rid of him. We yep. can't have good players. <laughs> All right, guys, I'll let you go. Have, have a good weekend. Tra- Don't let cause you have because he already called.
4: Goodbye, Mike. Bye.
0: <laughs>
4: that's amazing.
3: All right, Notebook Mike. Uh, you can't have a show without Notebook Mike. Right. I have a feeling. Right. But uh, – yeah. but- you can't wrap up a show and wrap up a big week, an epic week like this without a mystery caller that's scaring the, the you-know-what out of me. We're, we're going to take a break, and we'll figure out who in the world this is next on The Fan Afternoon Show. The Fan Afternoon Show, Kevin Holden from CBS 58. In with you yesterday and today, I've had an absolute blast. This segment brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Charging a cell phone can be just like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you are eligible. So this is a portion of the show that, admittedly, I have been... Uh, I've had a few butterflies about this, because I'm not exactly sure what Timmy's got planned. When Timmy does something uh, sinister, he does it really well, and it makes me really nervous. So I'm just going to turn it to you.
4: Okay, so first of all, for all of you thinking that it's like Brett Favre or Aaron no, Rodgers no, or not something... Like no, you guys would promote that yes. like for weeks. Yeah, I yeah. get that. So um, you are going on a trip... Coming up, right? Yes, and you're going to you're going to eight baseball games
3: in eight states, in eight
4: states in eight days, in eight days. That's the, crazy. The triple eight. That is crazy. I don't even know if I could do it, but I know there's one person that can do it with you. Who is that?
6: My wife is the got mystery your guest
4: wife as the mystery guest <laughs> to call in. Hello, so- Mrs. Holden. Hello and Hottie Toddy. See? The
6: old
4: she even us. has her own theme song. So okay, so you you've already been
3: mentioned in this show. <laughs> That's why I was oh, trying Lord, to give you hints. Love of my life. Uh you have been mentioned in this show. Timmy said uh how okay. It was out actually you've mentioned her a bunch of times now that I think about it. <laughs> You set this up. You fed me this, and I missed it. Um,
6: they, yeah, it's so, it's so sad because we knew about this yesterday. We had dinner last night with Timmy, <laughs> and we were all talking about the show, and he was talking about the mystery guest, and I was sitting right next to you.
3: I cannot believe that. What What was the Tampa? Uh, at, at some point, Timmy said, well, remember when uh, uh, there's a friend of yours that's in Tampa. What was that? Oh, that is just, just, just being an ble- idiot. Yeah. I was like, was this some Brett yeah. Phillips based thing? Like, what is this? So, uh, it was brought up, what is the Brewers' biggest rival in the NL Central? Sure. And and it was split yeah. basically fifty fifty between the Cubs and Cardinals. But the question that Timmy had was, how would you, as you've now been outed as a Cardinals fan, he said it And that's fine.
4: And
6: that's fine.
3: What's your biggest okay rival in the NL Central?
6: Um well, I mean, the Brewers are better than the Cubs, but, you know, the Cardinals and the Cubs have hated each other since, golly, since dirt. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I I would say for me, competitively, the Brewers are the bigger rival from a competition perspective, but from a just out-and-out history perspective, the Cubs, and that's something we share with the Brewers. We both hate the Cubs. So there you go. By See?
3: the way, th- th- let me let me give you guys the background. Uh, if if my wife seems extremely polished, she is. She spent uh, quite a bit of time in the television
4: world as well on the air. So, and I think she might be a bigger sports fan than you are. It is entirely possible <laughs> a, be- a bigger baseball fan. Possible. It's possible. Or you're on the same level. Which I mean, is, it's you,
3: not, you find it's yourself- not even
6: possible. It's true. It's true.
4: It is true.
3: true. I
6: mean this is, this isn't a possible thing. It is true. I'm a, a huge baseball fan.
3: The last time she huge. played fantasy even baseball,
6: folks in Brewerland, even even though in Brewer Land – I am a Cardinal fan. I am a big Brewer fan as well. Very supportive of the Brewers. But when they play the Cardinals, I got to cheer for my guys.
3: I mean, that's understandable. And and the last time she played Mm -hmm. fantasy, Aaron Judge's rookie year, and she beat everybody. You
4: found yourself a a winner. Oh, there was zero question.
3: You know the story, right? Like the first, we were going to go on our first date. I show up. And and the Cardinals game is on. And she's like, hang on a second before we leave. The Cardinals game is on. And and um, Vina starts off with the base hit, Fernando Vina. And Edgar Renteria steps up and she's like, you got to hit and run here. And honestly, we could have just brought the minister in right there. <laughs> we could have just done it right there. Like Like, okay, before yep. we go out on this date, let me call my buddy, like, I'm sure the
4: two of us knew somebody who could perform a wedding right on the spot. I'm surprised you guys didn't get <laughs> married on a baseball field. Proposed on a baseball field. There you go. All right. So you guys are going on a trip. Eight days. Yes. Eight games. Eight cities.
3: Eight states. Yes. Eight
4: eight states. Eight states? Eight states. Holy cow.
3: Go ahead. You, you two. All right. So, yeah, go ahead. You can, you can, I've been talking for three hours. You can set
6: this
4: up. Where are you guys going?
6: Yes. Yeah, so and who are gonna, you seeing? So you know, we had this goal that we wanted to see a baseball game in all 50 states. So we're down to six, is that right, six left, um, to see. And so they are Kansas, Nebraska, Wyoming, Montana, and North Dakota, which are all kind of close together, and then Hawaii, which is going to be have to happen some other time. So we decided to take a trip, and we're going to go to Kansas, Nebraska, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, North Dakota, and then instead of stopping there, we're going to see a game in Minnesota on our way back and then possibly one in Wisconsin. So there you go.
3: 8 games in 8 states in 8 days. Now there's another element to this and I I'll uh since I was the one that was flailing around with this part of it, I can explain this part. We originally mm-hmm had the idea that we would fly somewhere out there and then drive one way back we would fly west and then bounce around out there and drive back so I found this great flight you know this is what I do I'm always looking for flight deals I found this this hundred dollar flight to this town called Hayes Kansas and I just booked it before I thought about anything else like well we'll start the trip in Hayes Kansas there's a there's a uh, one of those Chinooks type teams in Hayes Kansas let's do it so we book it. No rental car places are open on Saturday in Hayes, Kansas. It does not exist. And so we started like trying to figure out alternate ways. There was a point where I was going to drive a U-Haul with nothing in it from Hayes, Kansas. (laughs) Just
4: you and the wife in a U-Haul.
3: And us in a U-Haul. And can you picture us stopping at a baseball game in this U-Haul?
4: Yes, I can.
3: Like, we're going to need to park this (laughs) U-Haul so we can watch this baseball game. Then we were going to drive that U-Haul to Denver and then get an actual real rental car in Denver and then take it home. And it's like, it it was just, it was a nightmare on top of a nightmare. We couldn't find the games that we wanted. And there's a point where I just said, you know what? Let's just drive it all. So we're going to drive it driving
4: all. Driving it all. I'll do it all in my car. One last question, Mrs. Kevin Holden, and then we'll let you go. Yes. Yeah. What is yeah. your favorite team that you're looking forward to to see on this 8 city 8 game 8 state road trip
6: I'm going to say the badlands big stick in north dakota <laughs>
4: That is awesome
6: <laughs> Yeah Kevin Kevin started naming all the teams that we could see and when he got to that one I just I was like that's it I, we got to go to up. that game she we have up. to That is fantastic The badlands big stick
3: Now here's the here's the other thing the other part of that the badlands big sticks game and this was this was a total accident is on our anniversary.
4: <laughs> Happy That's anniversary.
3: Right. 15th anniversary. We're going to see them.
4: That's awesome.
6: Yeah, I may even buy a T-shirt or something.
3: It's The the logo has Teddy Roosevelt on it. See, there you go. Walk softly, carry a big stick. Teddy Roosevelt.
4: All right, Mrs. Kevin Holden. Thank you. I just <laughs> really just wanted to spring that on Kevin and see how he would react. And I got the reaction uh, I was hoping for. That's amazing.
6: So. That's excellent. I just hope that your listeners also care. So.
4: Oh, they do. They I'm, they all do. I'm Sorry, sure they I'm loved not it.
6: Jordan Love or, you know, Notebook Mike or, you know, any of those folks.
4: Have a great day, Mrs. Kevin Holden.
6: All right. You too, Timothy.
4: Thank Timothy. you. Your husband will see you soon. And
6: I'll, yes, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye.
4: Bye. Won't be long. Uh,
3: <laughs> that's, that is insane, Timothy. First of all. And I played her alma mater fight song. So, so they, her team just won the College World Series, Ole Miss. That's awesome. So we
4: have in and the household. And you were maybe thinking about going to that, Oh, we too. were
3: trying to, yeah. It, it Work didn't didn't help, but, yeah, we made it. Um, uh, we were going to make it there to, to see that happen. So in our household right now, we have the current college football and college baseball national champion at the same time.
4: That's crazy. Isn't it? That? That's good. You guys have a lot of winning under your belts. This has this been year. a
3: great year. I mean, it really has. And part of it is getting back here and getting to do this again. Like there have been so many opportunities that have come back
4: mm-hmm.
3: that were gone for a couple of years. I'm playing on a softball team. It's winning games. I'm filling in here, hanging out with you guys. We're gonna go see eight games in, in eight states in eight days. Uh, can I list the I'll list the teams real quick. Hurry. We have no idea who in Kansas. North Platte, Plainsman in Nebraska, Gem City, Bison in Wyoming, Billings, Mustangs in Montana, Badlands, Big Sticks in North Dakota, St. Cloud Rocks in Minnesota, and we're thinking the Lake Country Dockhounds in Wisconsin on, on the way back. Oh, crazy. And the Rockies is the other. Timmy. This has been fun. Great few days. Yeah. This will not be the last time. No. Appreciate please. everything. See you next time. The Fan Afternoon Show.
2: See the biggest gift for